Yeah, Peter, it's interesting that uh, from the very beginning, some English kind of dug the Indian way of doing things, right? I mean, there were oh, yeah, so yeah. they always had to worry that some English were going to say, "Hey, I kind of like the food snaking up and <laughs> intertwining." Oh, no question and all that. about it. Many people who were captured in Indian raids didn't want to be repatriated. There wasn't any waste labor. But you could also say that what that represents in terms of food and its availability is a kind of feast or famine culture among Native Americans. You didn't wait for one day. You'd saved up stuff after the harvest. Yeah. Of course, there were long periods during the winter when Native Americans had to live without. But when it was there, man, you just went for it. So the idea of regulating caloric intake is part of that whole anal business of English culture. But so what you're saying, Peter, is that Thanksgiving is like fences, that it's a way of containing and controlling time as well as space. And the oh, per- that's a great point, Ed. And I would say, just to use your image, it's a kind of a decorated, ornamental fence. I mean, we, we guss it up to make us feel good about it, making it special, but it is just that. It's a fence. It's a marker. It's on the calendar. It's a way we organize our lives, and though we think we're overeating, it's a way of regulating eating because, of course, every day is not Thanksgiving. Peter, I understand we got one more phone call. Who's it going to be? Well, we have Marty calling from Naperville, Illinois. Marty, yes. welcome to Backstory. Hi, how are you? Well, good, and we're thankful to have you on the line. What do you have for us? I was wondering, has eating turkey in particular been mm. an important way to emphasize patriotism during times of increased immigration? Wow. Well, that had lots of different... I I thought I was with you. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, yeah, it's a meaty meaty question. (laughs) Well, Well, here's my turkey immigrant thought, Marty. It is true that big city bosses whose positions often relied on massive turnout from recently naturalized immigrants uh, to put them in office, they did deliver turkeys to the wards, to people who were hurting. Uh, This Mm -hmm. is late 19th century, early 20th century. But why it had to be a turkey instead of a ham, uh, I I don't know. Turkeys are big. They're (laughs) family-sized fowl, right? I mean, a chicken wouldn't do it. It does strike me that turkey, I'm guessing, does not violate a lot of uh, provisions of various religious traditions. Dietary laws. That's ingenious. I'm just guessing. That is good. That's good. Mm -hmm. Uh, Marty, we've really got to know, because part of our job here at Backstory is to interrogate people who have the good fortune to call us. Why do you care about this? What are turkeys to you? Well, I I work for a turkey company. Ah. And we have... And are you trying to expand your market with immigrants? (laughs) Well, actually, we do have, uh, at Butterball Turkey Talk Line, we have a Spanish website. Terrific. We bueno. Spanish talkers. Vamos a hablar, Pablo. I'm not one of them. I'm not one of them, though. (laughs) This is the Butterball phone-in. What is it called again? Butterball Turkey Talk Line. Um, but we get calls from all over the, the world. So what do people want to know when they call you, Marty? Well, it depends on what week it is before Thanksgiving. Right now, we're, I'm talking to you from Butterball University, and we're, gonna, no, we're no. training yeah, our... We work there, too. Yeah. Oh, you do? Yeah. <laughs> you think I'm kidding. So what do people want to know? Uh, at the beginning, people want to know how much to buy, so they need quantity information. Uh-huh. And then it goes to how do I thaw the turkey, where do I store it until I'm ready to cook it, how do I cook the uh-huh. turkey. And then Thanksgiving Day, it's I don't have it. How do I have, scrape I it off the sides of the And how do I thaw it and cook it? Now, is what we hear in the background, is that the turkey hotline in action? 
Well, it is, actually. That is yeah. so cool. Since this oh. is radio, describe the scene at Butterball University for us. Well, it's one big, large room painted blue mm-hmm. and white with big posters on the walls giving approximate thawing times, depending <laughs> on the size of the turkey and whether you thaw in the refrigerator or in a tub right. of water. We have a lo- another large chart for approximate roasting times in a 325 oven. There are 55 women here all talking at once And sometimes. are they all women? Would people not have confidence in a male Butterball University oh, grad? No, no, because oh, that person would on. have as much knowledge as the rest of us. We would love a guy to apply. So, so you don't you have know, But you don't have any guys. Marty, <laughs> Marty, let me ask you, what do you pay? Because the pay here at Backstory really it's, sucks. It's a fair wage. Okay. Well, that's but terrific. Do you have higher-ranking professors there? <laughs> we have some women with PhDs. All right. And I, it's talking. a university, Peter. Will you pay attention? <laughs> okay. But Good. you have to Accredited. have some kind of a foods background. Most of the people have at least a home ec degree. Some are dietitians. But I do have a question. Since we are a history show, uh-huh. I need to know, are there pictures of Indians and pilgrims there in the Butterball University? No. Pictures of turkeys. I just well. think it would be so spiffy and so historically contextualized if you have some pictures of the first Thanksgiving around there. I think also an insert right next to the giblets to BackstoryRadio.org <laughs> as people <laughs> unpacked their turkey. Well, mm. Marty, thanks a lot for calling. Thank you, oh, Marty. Oh, you're welcome. Thanks so much for being there. I appreciate it. Bye-bye. 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 Have a great Thanksgiving holiday.